Hi all and welcome to episode number 10. Who would have thought that we've made it here this far to episode number 10? And it's a special episode today because I've got Matilda Scholes, my favourite AFL footballer, Dren, my favourite Nords Resi player, and Izzy as well. Sorry, Dren. Whack. Second in the best and fairest count. Yep. One vote off. Unlucky. And a grand final. Bad luck as well. Yeah, thank you. Them. And you are my second, uh, my f- favourite second 18 Scotch player, so that works well. Yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. So back to you, Matilda. Um, could you enlighten us with your football journey from 2017 or from Scotch or from Mitchum Hawks as a junior and now into the professional league of sports for Port Adelaide? Um, yeah, so I started playing um, footy for Mitchum Hawks in about year six. Um, one of my school friends came up to me and was like, you should just try a bit of women's footy. And I was like, Sounds like fun, might as well give it a go. So we went out to Mitchum Hawks, played there and then was in the inaugural Scotch College Adelaide Girls footy team in 2017. So year seven, I was in that. That was a bit of fun with Ali Evans. So that was good. Um, Then, yeah, played Scotch footy all the way till year 12 and a bit of state footy. And then I got signed to Port Adelaide this year. Yeah, nice. And Dren, over to you. (coughs) (laughs) And... Having a love for sport and being heavily involved within sport from talent, talent recruitment to Nord, uh, what makes uh, football such an exciting sport going into the future? Um, I think at the moment it's the fact that it's still growing, like the trajectory is going up so quickly, the opportunities for the girls, like not only at school, but like Izzy with these pathways that she can now be involved in and then the AFLW growing, getting more exposure. Um, yeah, it's just going to only get bigger from here. Nice. And uh, Izzy, what are some of the key factors that inspire you to play football? Um, I think just the like just new girls coming in all the time um, and just the pathways that we have. It's just a really good environment to be in, especially in sport. Nice. And Matilda, when we go back to 2017 and the first year of the Scotch Girls Football Program, what was that like, that environment of, you know, the first year of girls footy? Oh, it was pretty exciting to... Yeah, finally have girls footy at Scotch College. But obviously we've come a long way since 2017. I think the um, standard was pretty average back then. But now look at us go. We um, won the grand final this year and last year and maybe the year before that as well. I can't remember. I think you're three in a row. Mm, yeah. Pretty good. Haven't and lost for three years, I think. I think we lost once this year. But I wasn't playing, so. And Dren, as an old collegian, what was it like? There was no girls footy when you were at school. So what was it like with school sport? Well, girls sport in general, um, when I was at school, it was about 10 years ago when I finished, was like heavily netball dominated. I played hockey. We would struggle to get one team together. So even seeing the hockey um, teams now and the success they have, um, it's really good to see. I kind of feel like. If we didn't push through all those years ago and make a team, we might not have got there. So I feel like I played a part. And, um, yeah, we didn't have footy at all. So we played Rosie Cup. I don't know if that still happens. But Rosie Cup was like a house competition for footy. And uh, I remember a lot of the teachers didn't love the girls playing because it looked too rough, like it was too rough, um, which was frustrating. So even seeing the girls team come in and then, like, what, five, six teams in the school now, like, it's so exciting. And Izzy, when we look at like Dren with the Rosie Cup and when we go over to you, why is football uh, such a great way to like meet people and be able to build connections, I guess, in that way for sport, but for friendship and so forth? Um, I think because it's such a growing sport, everyone's giving it a go. So there's a lot of people coming in. Um, I also think because of how like 
the, the AFLW has come about, there's a lot more people coming in, meeting new friends. Um, and I think they just think it's a really good sport to be around, which it is. And uh, with the AFLW, back to you, Matilda, what's the training schedule like <laughs> at an AFL club? What's uh, the requirements? What's the week-to-week sort of living? And yeah, um, It's pretty good, actually. Um, I was doing uni um, earlier this year, but I thought, no, I'll just give that a scrap. wasn't my vibe. So at the moment, it's just um, footy on – I think we've got gym on a Monday at the moment, um, Tuesday morning training, Wednesday gym, Thursday training – have a bit of a kahoot after training as a bit of like a get-to-know-you in a team. We've got usually a Friday captain's run if we're playing on a Saturday. And then, yeah, we'll do hopefully all, we all try and get down to recovery at the beach together on a Sunday or in the gym or wherever. So, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Lots of time to myself. How many hours a week are you training? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm not sure. I can't yeah. do the maths that quickly. Just because probably worth like knowing five years ago, even six years ago with AFLW, the, the hours of training was about eight hours a week and that was that was it. So even like being able to put more time in getting mm. paid for your time has gone up in four or five years as well. So like it's a long way off the men, but it's so much better for you. Yeah, it's and it's so fun. I love being at the club almost or being around the girls every day of the week. And yeah, just it makes us better as a team when we're hanging out together all the time and training all the time. And uh, have you got a story? Have you got a highlight from the football, you know, playing at Port Adelaide and playing with like Erin Phillips and a few of those big names that you would have grown up watching as, you know, as younger kids, I guess, when, you know, season one, season two, season three? Um, I've got a lot of footy highlights, to be honest. I think um, most recently, the weekend, we played St Kilda and we got our first win of the season, which was really exciting. And yeah, Erin Phillips played a very nice game. Abby Derrick played well as well. I don't know, it was just, yeah, it was a good team game. But I think I've got a lot of school footy highlights as well. Um, winning a knockout championship in 2022. First time Scotch girls were in the knockout for footy. That was pretty cool. That was so much fun. It was just a good day as well to be around the girls. We were all hyped up listening to music and everything. And then, yeah, winning the grand final as well last year was awesome. And what made that moment winning the 2022 Knockout Championship so special? Was it because of your dad was the head coach or what was the moment? Oh, it was just, it was a great build-up, I reckon, because um, we've never been in Knockout before. Um, yeah, it was just really exciting. Everyone was really getting around it and um, we hadn't been challenged too much in the school competition um, on a Friday night. So it was, yeah, it was pretty exciting um, getting into the Knockout competition and going up against some tough schools and thinking like, oh... We could actually lose here and then winning, which makes the win even better when you work even harder. And, Dren, we've just gone to Matilda's favourite football sort of moment and story. What's your favourite footy moment? From, <clears throat> from uh, watching women's footy, I think going back to the uh, grand final that was played at Adelaide Oval a few years ago where they sold or packed out Adelaide Oval with 55,000 people, um, I just think that showed that if you – put a product out there, people will come and people want to get in, engaged and involved in it. And I think that probably kicked into the next gear of, of where AFLW is going. And uh, Izzy, over to you again. Uh, what's your favourite footy moment? Like in AFLW? Or, or AFLW yeah. in your footy or in life? Yeah, yes, Joan. Um, <laughs> I think for me probably when I came to Adelaide and started playing for like a Sandfield club, I think that was pretty good seeing like new tech, like trainings and just how 
I guess professional sport is played not probably at the highest from me, but hmm. I guess just how, like, it comes with, like, who is involved and that was the coaches for us. So, yeah, and you yeah. get to learn more as well. Yeah. Playing in a Sample club, that's what I really enjoyed. Yeah, I, 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 going back to your – I didn't realise you meant Sample as well. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you just meant, like, what was my favourite <laughs> footy moment? That wasn't my favourite footy moment. Which that was nice. Well, what's, your, what's, your, what's your favourite footy moment? My favourite moment, I played in a um, grand final at Scotch Old Collegians a few years back and it was um, the first women's premiership for the Old Coles. So that was my favourite moment. But I think, yeah, like what these girls said is being exposed to Sandful clubs, different coaches, different, um, like, yeah, approaches to everything. It, it, like for someone like Izzy to come from the country where you've probably had the same few coaches your whole life and then you've played with the same people, you come here and you learn so much about footy but you also learn how to like deal with new teammates and adapt to that and yeah I think that's holds you in good stead. And uh Dren when we're talking about like women's footy and skyrocketing over the last decade or when you yeah, were playing hockey and it was very netball and boys mm. footy sort of mm. dominated what's it like now and uh been across the last decade? Um at Scotch? Yeah yeah um I think over the last 10 years I've noticed from having worked as a, as a coach in, that, in the boarding house is how much um, how much the school's put in to helping grow the sports, like grow women's sport. Um, they've always put in um, the, the right coaches or they've sought out the right people to, to help with the sports and that means that the people that are coaching are engaged, that like, kids want to go to training because they enjoy being there and they're actually learning. Um, I think a lot of it comes from... I, think, I feel like we used to always get a lot of boys coming to the boarding house and they'd be good at cricket and footy and now we're starting to get the girls that are good at netball and, and footy and they're coming and they're making that move too. So there's a reason because the exposure's out there, like even like social media and what Scotch does promoting all the girls' teams and all the girls' sports really good because it always pops up and, yeah, you can see like the success and, and uh, yeah, supports that and, and helps grow. Yeah, lovely. And uh, Matilda... Across your journey from being a year six at Mitchum Hawks, going out there to just have a bit of a fun, a bit of a kick and a catch, to now playing at a professional level, who has been some people that have inspired you to be able to go through, I guess, those stepping stones? Oh, Seb, you inspire me every day. <laughs> you running... Did you know the... it's Seb's birthday? He's his 18th today I, as well. Oh, happy birthday, Seb. Thanks, man. Thanks for No, but on a serious <laughs> note, um, <laughs> my dad, David Scholes, head of boys boarding at Scotch College Adelaide. I've heard of him. Yeah, you might have heard of him. Um, he's definitely inspired me a lot, um, obviously, because he coached or he's still coaching um, footy at Scotch, girls footy at Scotch. And, um, yeah, he was. he's just a big part of my footy life and my footy journey and I'm really grateful for him being there for me. And Dren, looking into the future now, we've looked back in the past, we've looked at the moment now, now we're looking into the future. Uh, what's your hope for girls football and in general girls sport into the future? Oh, I think I just wanted to see um, it keep growing, it keep like getting the exposure it deserves. And I think well, while we see a lot of AFLW at the moment, in the off-season, it kind of dies off for nine months until they're back in season. So even for all sports, it's like follow the girls through the off-season, follow the training plans. They're putting on all the work in the off-season like we do with the men. So I think it's probably getting the exposure to be year-round rather than just a few months of a year. Um, in the long future, 
really would like the girls to be paid same as um, the men. Like put put the the time in the same. So so why isn't it there? But I think there's a lot of um, there's a lot of things that go into that. Like um, the media, the, the sponsorship, but the sponsorship's growing. So hopefully it's, it's not too far away that, that that girls start getting paid what they deserve. And Izzy, we'll finish up with you. Uh, where do you hope to take your football journey into the future? And could you see maybe a potential option in five years' time where you're lining up as a ruck rover for Port Adelaide with Matilda Shoals tapping the ball down your throat? Um, I guess it would be a really good experience and it would be really interesting to be a part of, like, a prof- professional sport. Um, yeah, I yeah, I guess I could see doing that. Yeah, um, it would be really interesting and I do enjoy my footy. So, yeah, I guess... I put in the hard work, I it would be really interesting. But Izzy's also a gun netballer, so she's got a little bit of a Poppy Shoals issue where she she's dominating two sports. Don't I think at the school name. so much. <laughs> <laughs> she's had her time on this show. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think Izzy's got that opportunity to to do netball, to do footy here, and and do the like club sports, sandfall state level stuff, and and she has that opportunity. And Dren, the boarding house is such an exceptional place to be able to grow, you know, the Scotch College sport, you know, and the, the teams. Um, what's it like working in such a, you know, professional or somewhat sem- somewhat professional, you know, environment of the Scotch boarding house? Somewhat professional. <laughs> <laughs> We're professional. Um, no, I, I find it, I think um, me playing footy and, and working in the boarding house has been a, a good um, element, I guess, for, for them, like a lot of the female staff, um, don't, don't play footy like I'm the only one that does. So, so a lot of the girls, when they come in, they don't know what sport to pick. I can really encourage that. And then a lot of them love, end up loving it and they're trying it. So um, that's, that's been really good and, and getting the match reports every Saturday and getting Seb's match reports then on, on what he, and how he saw it. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I see the, like, what Shulzy's done with big Shulzy, David Shulzy's done with the, um, the footy. And I've had a bit of a part of that as well, just so yeah, yeah. thank you. <laughs> But I've seen him, um, you know, sitting in the office doing some team magnet stuff and, like, it's, it's serious, it's intense stuff and I'm glad that we're doing it. <laughs> yeah, easy. So thank you, Matilda. Thanks, Dran, and thanks, Izzy, for coming on episode number 10, the special milestone of the podcast today. Uh, Matilda, thank you so much for going out of your way to come on the it's podcast. busy schedule I have. I know, on the busy schedule <laughs> as well. And for everyone in the audience, make sure... You join AFL Fantasy, get Matilda Shoals in your team. For $800,000, it is an incredible buy and an absolute cash cow for your AFL Fantasy team. Do we stick the captain on her? Double points? Nah, bows. Nah, not yet. Bows. <laughs> bows. <laughs> Anyways, that's a wrap. But good stuff. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks.